Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating dietitian and embodiment coach, and I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode. This episode is something that is pretty different. We haven't really done an episode like this on Intuitively You yet. And I say that because this conversation that I'm having with a very dear friend of mine who has also already been on the podcast way at the beginning, Haley of Uplift Lifestyle, we have been friends for so long and truly are supporting each other in life and especially in our journeys as entrepreneurs. And this conversation is really around this whole idea of slow living and being able to truly enjoy our lives fully and our struggles with that and how that's shown up in our lives lately, how it was in the past and how we're moving into this more like kind of trendy right now idea of slow living, but how really real and needed this concept is. And I do want to say this is a, like I said, very personal conversation. And we're talking a lot about our transformations, mine and Haley's. And I hope you love this conversation. But something I want you to think about if you're someone who's on a food freedom journey and you're, you know, kind of thinking about how this relates to your life, know that whatever jumps out at you in this episode is meant to and take that and use your intuition and run with it. See what resonates, um, take what does and just apply that to whatever area of your life feels most relevant to you right now. And even in this episode, I do talk about how this stuff really does parallel with how I struggled with food and trying to control food and all of my struggles with food. This is something that was mirroring that same pattern in a different area of my life. And I think that that is so fascinating to just think about. So I'm not going to give away too much about what we get into, but know that this is all about really leaning into more ease and slow living and rest and being able to just enjoy, truly enjoy life, period, (laughs) and not rushing through our lives and not enjoying every precious moment that we have. So I hope you enjoy this. I know I really did. I know it is, like I said, a little different than other episodes we've had on the podcast, but I know this is going to be such a breath of fresh air to listen to in a way, even though it is a little bit of a longer episode. So I'm going to stop talking in this intro and let's just dive into Haley and I's conversation. I can't wait for you to listen in on this one. (laughs) 
Okay. Hello, everybody. It's Haley and Jen here. And yeah. <laughs> so excited to chat. This just literally, what did we plan this last night? Like, we're just like, hey, like, you're free tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we were like, oh, do you want to record this podcast episode together tomorrow? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it's so good. So we have so much to dive into today and really just like go deep into it. Like, I feel like we're going to have a very like penetrative conversation around mm-hmm. the topic of today, which is slow living, rest, clean rest, femininity, and really just taking our lives back by choosing to live a different way. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to dive into that. Um, So this is going on both of the podcasts. So it's going on my podcast, Haley Bowler Cook, Uplift Lifestyle Podcast, and... And my podcast, (laughs) Um, me, Jen, on the Intuitively You podcast. And I'm so excited for this to be reaching like all of our people out there, no matter where they're coming from. And I just, this conversation, like you said, I feel like it's going to go so deep. And we like for everyone to know, Haley and I chat about this stuff on the regular together. We send voice notes back and forth all the time, you know, checking in and talking about this whole idea of slow living, clean rest. And I'm just so excited to like have this all in one place. I feel like it's going to be super healing for us to even just talk about it and like kind of, you know, condense it into this conversation. But anyone listening, like I think this whole concept of slow living is trendy right now, but also so, so good. And I think it's something that's almost like what, what a lot of us need in the world that we live in today. So yeah, I'm just so excited for this chat. So excited. So why don't we start with just introducing who we are, because there's lots of people from your podcast and your audience that don't really know me. And there's going to be lots of people from my audience that don't really know you yet. And although we've been on each other's podcast before, I feel like it's been a long time. It has been a long time. That was like years ago at this point. (laughs) We're we're due for a new introduction because of course we're evolving so much and yeah, like we're just, everything's different now. So all beautiful journeys, but I feel like we need a new introduction. So for sure, Jen, why don't you introduce yourself and all that you are and all that you do and like, don't try to condense it, just like share it all right now. Oh yeah, would love that. So yeah, I'm Jen for anyone who doesn't know me or is new to listening to my voice. I I don't even know where to start. I feel like there's so many things to share, but at the at a glance, so I run my company called The Intuitive Nutritionist, and within that, I am myself a registered dietitian. I like to say I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and a certified intuitive eating counselor. I also do body image work, embodiment stuff with my clients, like all the good juicy stuff to really help folks heal and foster their relationship with food from a place of you know, whatever kind of struggle that may look like, whether it's like, you know, going from a dieting perspective or a restrictive perspective with food and trying to, you know, eat clean in the sake of health. And then that feeling really like restrictive and making you feel icky and just like this whole off relationship with food. Or I love to work with folks with um, struggling with binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, and all of this really because I used to be that person too. And knowing that there are so many factors that go into that, like why we do that and why that happens. And 
yeah, I'm just really passionate about helping folks heal that and have a positive relationship with food because as we've talked about before, Hales, you know how much food impacts the rest of our lives. And if we're struggling and that is taking up so much of our mental space, like we eat food, you know, multiple times a day, every single day it's around us. And if we don't have a good relationship with food, then that's going to take up a lot of brain space in a not so positive way. And if we're thinking negatively about food or having this struggle dynamic with food all the time, then of course that's going to bog you down and not make you feel good, not allow you to live your most full life. And that's why I'm passionate about what I do now and helping folks overcome those struggles because I noticed how much freeing up that brain space from not struggling and thinking and stressing and obsessing over food all the time really allowed me to step more into who I authentically am and really more towards like, my soul's purpose and being able to express that and live that and live the life I want to instead of trying to, you know, fit into all these shoulds and be thinking about food all the time. So that's a little bit about what I do outside of my work. I love to, you know, think about things like this, like really the the whole dynamic of playing with our subconscious mind, our body system, embodiment, and really getting into like, you know, good high level energetic mindset stuff. I love all of those things, totally geek out on them. I also have a fluffy cat named Luna. She's like the best. I'm obsessed with her. Um, and yeah, I live in Toronto with my partner and it's such a, you know, lovely space that I've come to today and evolved to get here. I feel like it's been a long time coming and we're still always evolving and I have big dreams and goals as I'm sure so many people listening to this do. But yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. I feel like there's more that we could touch on, but <laughs> I'm sure that gives a good overview. I love that. And I feel like, yeah, we'll definitely dive dive more in. And for some my, my listeners might know more about this. Maybe your listeners do too. What's your, can you tell us your Zodiac and your human design? Oh, yes. Yeah, I would love to. So I am a Cancer Sun, Aries Moon, and Cancer Rising. So... <laughs> Lots of the, the sun is or the moon's in cancer right now today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of water sign cancer vibes over here. Yeah. And I love it and I embrace it and I embrace all the emotions that come with it and really, you know, foster that. I used to think it was a, a negative thing that I was such an emotional, like super sensitive person, but I love that and fully embrace it now. And my human design, I'm a 2-4 manifesting generator. Truly, truly multi-passionate through and through. (laughs) Manifesting generator. I love so many different things. And I mean, I guess that brings me to something I didn't mention. I also do website and branding design on top of, you know, my my intuitive eating business. So we've got lots of things going on over here. (laughs) And my first, very first logo a couple of years ago. And yeah, I love it. Okay. Thanks for sharing all that. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. You are so incredible. And of course, more and more about you will come out as we converse. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So I'll introduce myself for your people and for my people. It was nice to get a new introduction. Um, So where to begin? So I'm Haley Buller-Cook. I am the founder and CEO of Uplift Lifestyle Incorporated, and my company is all about raising your individual 
and the collective internal vibration for an elevated external reality. So I use various esoteric and grounded modalities. I do all the things from energy and body work to breath work, to channeling, to mindset, to subconscious reprogramming, everything you geek out on and that you do, that's what I do for my life's work. And it's since evolved into not just working one-on-one with clients, but creating a global company that is able to have a bigger and further reach. So I'm doing that through my book. I'm the best-selling author of Unfuck With A Bull. And it's all about being unfuckable, being powerful. And I think the essence of who I am, it naturally just like ripples out, like bleeds out into everything I do. So anytime you're getting like a taste of something from Uplift Lifestyle or something personally from me or just being in my energy, listening to the podcast, being here, you're going to experience the lift. You're going to experience this lighter higher, more powerful, and just more aligned way of being. And of course, like you, Jen, it's been a journey getting to this place. And there's so many things that I do in my life and in my work, in my life's work to live the way that I live. But my vibe right now is really focused on letting the company expand and grow and being like the center of it. Of course, but creating the spaciousness through this bigger impact, through this bigger reach to really nourish myself and really nourish like my life, which is kind of what, you know, has prompted our conversation today. So most people know me, Haley Blorcook from Uplift Lifestyle podcast, my podcast. Most people know me from the retreats and the ceremonies and the events that I run. They're extremely cathartic. They're extremely empowering and activating. People feel very activated when they're working with me or experiencing my work because I have the unfuckwithable energy. I have the essence of like, let's fucking live a good life. Like I, I don't really create any time or space for doing anything that's out of alignment. I'm not here for wasting any time. I want people to flourish fully be alive like this precious unrepeatable existence I want people to be alive and have it all so that's just how I live and that's what my entire company is focused on it's within our mission to ensure the aliveness and the human optimization and that everyone who touches our work is literally operating in their highest potential not just to achieve things, not just to be great, not just to have things, but to live well, to live really, really fucking well, which we do. So that's kind of my work. In terms of me personally, I live in Stratford, Ontario. I've kind of lived all over Ontario and we'll kind of get to how you and I know each other from school and stuff, but I spend my days pouring into my life's work, pouring into my clients, pouring into everything I'm offering, but also a lot of like hiking and being outside and focusing on taking care of my body. To me, 
body optimization, energy is really important, feeling beautiful, being beautiful, feeling strong, being strong, like these things are really important. And as I reflect a lot, like for the, for, we'll get to this, but my human design, I'll sneak it in is a <laughs> six two. So I'm a six two projector, self-projected projector. What was your, what was your, um, what's it called? It's not definition, but your, what type are you? Are you sacral? Sacral. Yeah. Sacral. Okay. So yeah, six, two, I'm a six, two self-projected projector. And I guess I'm approaching age 30. I turned 30 in May and I, and I, I'm noticing myself having these like very six line thoughts and I'm like, okay, this is, uh, this is real, you know? So I'm having these like reflective thoughts, like time is slowing down. It's like how I would imagine someone feeling on their deathbed. And I know that that sounds really dramatic, but that's how I feel like all the time now. And I did not always feel like this. So lately I'm having like these very reflective thoughts. And as I've been reflecting, I'm like, okay, who am I? And I'm realizing like, I'm someone who loves being outside in nature, walking, being with my dog. So Jen has Luna, her beautiful, gorgeous, literal model, like famous model cat. <laughs> like Luna's like straight up famous. On she's, she's gorgeous. I won't lie. She's gorgeous. <laughs> And I have a, well, we have me and Mitch, my life partner of 12 years, and he's just a huge part of my life. And I love him so much. And we're building this life together. Um, so the two of us, we live in Stratford. We bought a house here a couple of years ago, but we have our precious dog, Cash, who is a Dalmatian. Gender. The cutest ever. Love she's her. So, so we spend a lot of time outside hiking and I spend a lot of time kind of reflecting. Like I live in this action, like I'm doing a lot. I'm really taking a lot of action to have built what I've built. But a lot of my life, I'd say the other 50% of my life is like reflecting on my life. It's like a very like old wise owl way of living. But I spend that time reflecting out hiking. I just recently started up an old hobby that I used to love and do all the time, horseback riding. So I'm back into that and I'm loving it. And I spent a lot of time enjoying this, why you and I hit it off so well, always like eating and drinking and just enjoying company and enjoying like the pleasures and the beauty of life. So a lot of time is spent socializing. A lot of time is spent with people I love. A lot of time is spent in relationship and connection and just indulging and enjoying life. So I feel that kind of gives you an idea. I feel I also went on a while there and I could keep going on forever. Oh, I love um, it. It's so <laughs> that's, good. <laughs> that's it. Like I feel, I just feel like a whole human and I feel like a lot of my life I spent the last many years, which is why we're here having this conversation today, like kind of felt, felt like I was building and creating this life. And then lately I'm realizing like, oh, I'm living this life. Mm. You know, it's like, I was yeah. creating this life. And then now I'm like, oh my God, like, let me live it. And I, again, it's, if it's the six line, great. It's the six <laughs> line, but this wisdom's like, slow down and actually like live your mm -hmm. life yeah. versus well, this interesting thought I used to have a lot like two years ago was like, what about me? I had this feeling of like, what about me? What about me? Because I felt like I was always building and achieving and helping other people. Like I felt like I was giving so much. My clients were getting these amazing results. Everyone in my community was getting these amazing results. And, and I don't get me wrong, live a really good fucking life. 
but I still had these thoughts where I was like, what about me? And it's because I was robbing myself of enjoyment and slower paced living. So all that introduction to get us to this conversation. Um, And the last thing I want to add, my zodiacs. So (laughs) I'm a Taurus sun and I'm such a Taurus. I'm a Capricorn rising and I was such a Capricorn. They say you're like your and for anyone who's listening, I'm not an astrologist. I do not pretend to be an astrologist. I'm just really interested in it. And I love learning it about my friends and learning about my clients and learning it about myself. So I'm a Capricorn rising. And they say you live like your rising sign until you're about 30. And then you really own your sun sign. And then your moon sign is, of course, your emotional, like darker side that, you know, not everyone gets to see you, but those who are really like lucky in your life to see all of you get to see it. So Capricorn rising, holy fuck, did I live like a Capricorn? My God, (laughs) getting shit done, boss bitch, like make it happen. And I love that. And I still tap into her all the time. And then Taurus sun, I feel like I'm living purely and truly as her. And then my moon is Libra. And I really resonate with Libras. I have a lot of Libra friends. They're like the one that, you know, everyone just gets along with. They never are like they're never creating any issues. They're kind of like the friend that everyone comes and talks to and they kind of like see all sides. They don't really judge. So they're the one that all parties are hanging out with and talking to. And I feel like I've just kind of lived my life that way. So yeah, I feel like good about being in alignment with my Zodiac. I think that that's a good vibe. That is a vibe. Right? It's like, yeah, living like this and like, absolutely. That's good. So whatever your Zodiac is, you want to align more with it. Even the, mm-hmm. even the sides of it that people are like, Ooh, they have this bad side or whatever. It's like, it's who you're meant to be. Whatever. So yeah, <laughs> you were born that way. Anyways. So let's kind of shift gears now, Jen, let's tell the audience and we don't need to go on and on about it, but let's tell them a little bit about how we met. Us. Yes. About us. Yes. Uh, I love that. And I, before we get into that, I do want to just say quickly, based on what you shared about you, I can vouch 1000% for that like palpable energy that you have, like being around you, chatting with you anytime you can literally feel it and feel uplifted with you. And that is like 1000% real. So if anyone was like, oh yeah, Haley's just saying this about herself. Like, no, it's real. (laughs) You can feel it. (laughs) And I know it very well. So yeah, you definitely have a skill at uplifting people just by being you. And I love that about you. I love the the vibe that we both are on in like what we do in essence of, you know, the work that we do is different, but really the bottom line being let's just live our life and actually enjoy it and not let all this bullshit take us away from that. So it's like coming back to us and who we are and optimizing that in whatever way needed to just fully live life and enjoy the heck out of it. So yes. love that as the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. And like little bits and pieces that you shared, I'm sure we'll get into more. Um, but yeah, to this, to this point of like, how did we get here? How do we know each other? What's going on? What's this dynamic? I guess. (laughs) So everyone can kind of understand. So Haley and I met, what year even would that be? I'm like, I don't know. It was my second year of university. Yes. My third. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't know what year that would have been. Anyways, we were in university at Western and we were both studying kinesiology. So super fun. And I think it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it was anatomy class when we first met, like we had the mutual friend, our mutual friend, Rach and I knew her and so did you. And so did our other crew. Right. And we all came and sat together in our anatomy class in one of those like big, big ass lecture halls. Yes. So many people. And we were just like, yeah, we're going to be together. And then like from there on out, always together, (laughs) hanging out and yeah, just, just a vibe. And I feel like there's so many uh, pieces of that, that we can dive into and share more about, but from there really just like growing our relationship and dynamic and diving into more things and getting more connected. I feel like obviously we're, we were both very different people at that time in our lives, but knowing even then we had that connection on the like really loving this kind of spiritual world and tapping into that and being curious about that while we were still like in the like almost like hustly mode of being in university. University <laughs> um, is such a different paradigm than we're It in. really is. But yeah, like studying, trying yeah. to do good, going like all that kind of like stuff and working, right? Yeah. Everything that we were doing at that time. But yeah, it was just so nice to to connect and then just share some of these things deeper. And what is actually the coolest thing I think about this story from where we are now is both of our businesses when we first met weren't a thing and we brainstormed about them together before they became a thing. Yeah. I remember. And I remember those days vividly. I feel like everyone has those days in their life where they're like, I remember this. I remember that Mm -hmm. conversation. I remember that person. I remember that moment. Like I have a few of those moments with you where I felt like we were both just like, I don't know what you're doing, but I know it's going to be great. I don't know what yeah. you're doing, but I know it's going to be great. And I want to be a part of it and I want to celebrate it and I want to support it in any way. And we just gravitated toward each other because we have like the best crew, like our university crew, the ganglia, we call ourselves. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, it's like a ganglia is like within your microbiome and we learned about it in anatomy and anyways we called ourselves the ganglia like a gang but within the ganglia you and I had shared the desire for more like we were we just felt like oh we're entrepreneurs we are creating our lives we're the creators of our lives like we were into manifestation we're into energy we're into spirituality even if we didn't have the language for it we knew we are creating our life and we have huge fucking dreams for ourselves. And in sharing these moments, I remember like Ivy in the Ivy business school. And like, there was moments where I was telling you about the podcast and you were telling me about your podcast. And like, we had these visions of what we were going to create. And I just recently, I think I, I sent it to you, but you wrote me this like letter and it was just a, a gratitude letter of like, I'm so glad that we met each other because I feel like we're supporting each other in summary, supporting each other in our future and supporting each other in our dreams. And we did that. And it started in university in a paradigm that is very different than the paradigms that we live now. But the common thread was like, we know what we're destined for and we are going to support that in each other. And I feel like the first kind of stage, and not to mention we connected on like good food and going to yoga. Oh, yeah, just vibing. <laughs> we'd be vibing. We'd be like, oh, like 
you know, our friends might be like going what and we fucking love them to pieces, but they might be like, oh, we're going here, whatever. And generally like, okay, well, we're gonna like eat here and we're gonna like do this. And we just had like this <laughs> reality of similarly to how we live now of like beautiful, really good things in our life and like letting that just be a standard, very high standards. And I think the first stage of when we both finished school, both finished uni, we both got right into our careers, into mm-hmm. our businesses, into our life's work, and they've evolved since. But I feel like that first season for us was very much like building together. It was like, we were focused on like, let's fucking go, let's get work done, like build it, build it, build it, growth, growth, growth. Like I think growth was like the goal and and mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for that. And it was like expansion, growth, growth, expansion. And we were always supporting each other in growing our businesses, in making more money, in being supported by our life's work. And for anyone who's no, who is an entrepreneur listening, you'll understand this. You'll understand the correlation between being able to be all in on your company, right? Being mm-hmm. paid so well that you can be all in on your life's work. And that's not the easiest thing to get started. And it takes devotion moving forward. Now, why is that important? Not just to live a good life, not just to have money, but to be able to be all in on your life's work, not to feel distracted or deviated from your path because fuck, you got bills to pay and you need to live your life. It's like we were focused on how can this be our full-time careers? Let's help each other make it happen. And we fucking did. (laughs) We did. Look where we are now. (laughs) That was like within like the first probably year. I know for me, it was my first year. I believe for you, it was your first year yep. like, of just, okay, yep. we're full time in this. We're making money. We're changing lives. Like let's fucking go and grow. Yeah. So, or don't you agree? Like it started as this growth, which we were yeah, like, voice sure. noting, meeting coffee dates. Like <laughs> how can we grow? How can we support each other? And it was all about growth. Totally. It was like, <laughs> also like the, the start. And I feel like, again, any entrepreneur would or anyone with an entrepreneurial like spirit would understand this. Like the beginning is how the hell do we do this? Like, what what are we doing? How do we put this together? How, like we have these big visions and we know how we want to support like people in this world and this world as a whole, but how do we actually make that happen? And I think it's a lot of trial and error at the beginning and being like, what am I even doing? I'm not sure, but we're going to roll with it. And, you know, even just putting together, like, how are we offering things to clients? How can we actually help and support them to get the best results possible? And how are we going to do that and learn from what we try and make it better and doing all these things and all these iterations? Like, I feel like that in itself, yes, is a lot of that, like, go, 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 build, 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 (laughs) evolve, evolve, evolve kind of energy. But it it does take time to learn that stuff and really get almost into a groove with things because having a a vision and actually doing (laughs) are two different things. And I think it was a lot of that, like, how do we do this? But, but almost behind, and I know you feel this way too, behind that, how do we do this? I feel like, I think both of us were in a lot of that almost like hustle energy, like let's go, 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 go and keep going. And I know even for myself in the period of time when I was starting my business, I did, like you said, within the first year or so was able to actually go into that full time, which is wild. I did have a moment where I had another um, full-time job that I quickly ended up letting go of because my business, I was, I got to this point where 
I gravitated towards like a standard full-time job, right? As a, as a registered dietitian, and this is a side tangent, but I gravitated towards that for a little bit more of that safety and security. Like you were saying, like we still have bills to pay whether we are entrepreneurs doing our life's work or not, right? Like those bills are still there. So gravitated towards a full-time job as a dietitian. And then I got in there and it was nice having like that steady, you know, paycheck coming in. We knew what it would be no matter what. (laughs) That was nice. And then a little bit into that, I had to start like turning down clients in my business because I just didn't have the energetic or literal time space to take them on while I was working another full-time job. I only had so much capacity there. So Anyways, being able to to do that and transition into doing this work full time is incredible and something I'm still so grateful for. But yeah, I think that that hustle energy was something that we were in and we almost needed at that point. Yeah, but sure. holding on to it, yeah. I think, ended up not serving course. us. <laughs> it's run, it had run its course, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. And again, like, I think we want to speak to slow living, but just since we went on a bit of an entrepreneurial tangent, like, yeah, I think there's so much value in in this quick conversation we just had around that of the trial and error and the diving in and like trusting the season you're in. Although collectively mm-hmm. we are being called to a more divine feminine way of living. If you feel like the most life-giving thing right now is to just fucking go all in and like literally build and and strive for your dream life, like we are fucking here for that all day. And I celebrate that wholly. And this conversation that we're about to have into slow living, Jen and I have graduated into this. (laughs) Graduated. I love that word. (laughs) We totally have. We've like graduated, like life graduation into it. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the season of like, I'm fucking building and striving and creating, I love that for you. Don't get me wrong. We're still creating every fucking day many things but you can sneak in and infuse some more of the slower pace living and the expansiveness that that allows from the conversation we're about to have but this and another thing I want to I want to add as well is like this whole journey of creating our businesses and building our dream lives and now we're like oh fuck we're here and of course it's going to get better and we still have massive goals but like that whole journey you and I were like in each other's back pockets And that, and that is a fact. Like, I know there would be times I'd be like hiking and I'd be voice noting you like, this is going on. And I'm thinking about changing this offer. And I'm thinking about changing this service. And I'm feeling really called to doing more events and retreats. Oh, I'm feeling really called to now pulling back from events and just going all in on writing my book. Like, and then you'd be in there in my ear as well, asking like, Hey, I'm thinking about this change in my business. I'm thinking about this program. I'm thinking about this one-on-one container. Like We were always just in each other's back pockets and it developed into, I'm trying to remember if there was a a pivotal moment, but because now we're going to switch gears to the slow living, but there was this pivotal moment where you and I started talking about rest Mm -hmm. as our goal. We were like, the goal is what we call clean rest. Yeah. And you gave me that word. I didn't know that word. Yeah. Like, yeah. Clean rest, clean, not just rest clean rest. (laughs) And, um, I do want to credit because this, this isn't like my original idea, this idea of clean rest that I, you know, we brought into this conversation 
came from um, her name's Sam Laura Brown. She has a podcast called the Perfectionism Project Podcast, and she has this idea or concept of clean rest and how important that is. Um, she speaks to a lot of like female entrepreneurs and how we get into that hustle and we like go 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 and we're not taking time for said clean rest, right? And and the I guess maybe definition if we want to call it that of clean rest is you're fully resting. Like you're like 100% in resting mode, whether whatever that looks like. It doesn't have a certain thing that it needs to be. It doesn't need to be you're lying on the floor doing absolutely nothing, staring at the ceiling. Maybe it is, right? but it doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever feels rejuvenating to you where you are fully off of yeah. any productivity, right? So we're not checking our DMs. We're not, you know, thinking about our to-do list or refining our to-do list or looking at our schedule or checking emails or doing any of the like prod- productive things. We're like fully off, fully resting, quote unquote, clean rest. Right. And that's kind of the concept because I think, you know, when, when I felt that bringing that up in, in our conversations around business and just supporting each other in life, I was really craving that because I was in that like productivity hustle, go, go, go. And I think just like society in general is very focused on being productive. Even if we're resting, how can we productively rest? Like what? I think there's just such a narrative around productivity that's almost subconscious at this point in the, you know, societal quote unquote norm that's going on about we always need to be doing something instead of just like being ourselves and not doing anything at all. And I think that just feels so foreign for folks. And I'm excited to talk about clean rest. And I do want to share one other perspective on this that I know, especially folks in my audience who are like working on their food freedom journey, listening to this can resonate with. And in a parallel that I really saw in terms of this, like, go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle in my business. If I take a step back and look at this, that same kind of energy, even though sometimes that energy can be amazing and channeled, just like you said, when we're in a building phase as entrepreneurs, that can be so beautiful and so needed. But when it was becoming, you know, not good for me anymore, it was the same pattern that I saw with myself in my relationship with food. The same thing where I was getting too obsessive about it. Things needed to look a certain way. Things I was following the shoulds of everyone out there, like shoulds in business is more from like marketing gurus and like whoever you see online, who's telling you how to run a business or whatever, all of the shoulds out there, just like with food, like diet culture tells you all the shoulds, like you should be eating this. You shouldn't be eating that. You should eat at this time and not that time or whatever the rules are. I found myself getting into all of that, like, well, I need to do this and I need to go and I need to like do it this exact way. And I need to make this happen and make time for all these things and do it so perfectly, whatever in business. <laughs> and it was like such a parallel that yeah. wasn't wasn't serving me anymore and realizing that, wow, this like hustle mode that I'm in is feeling very similar to that. And it, it's a pattern in myself that I know doesn't serve me when I recognize it. And let's do something about that. And I think that's where 
clean rest kind of weaved itself in here. Yeah. So even if someone's listening and you're like, well, I'm not an entrepreneur, like whatever, think about this and how it applies to maybe other aspects yes. of your life. Maybe, oh, God, yeah. maybe it's food, right? Maybe it's something totally different. Maybe it's in your relationships or however you want to, you know, view this conversation, whatever lens you want to view it through. I think it applies to all areas of our lives. So just look at where, you know, things are feeling like a lot of resistance and a lot of like stuck energy, maybe, or you're like feeling in that really productive, got to do, got to have things looking should certain way, whatever. And you want to change that? <laughs> this clean rest idea could be applied to really anything. Oh my God. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like on the topic of the body, because I think our audiences share this, yeah. I, I speak to energetic and physical upgrades and being in an optimized state. And this isn't just about, you know, how you look, it's not just about being radiant and glowing and gorgeous. It's about having a physical system that supports your soul's mission. So having a body that is healthy and vital and alive and in its optimized state of a higher, higher baseline frequency of optimized homeostasis. When you can, if you can imagine, and we understand hormones because of the work that we do and the study we did, if you can imagine your hormones when your body's rested and like Mm, and it's just focusing on enjoying life. Like, oh, I'm going to slow down and sip my coffee really slow. Oh, I'm going to walk through nature, not a hike, like getting this fucking walk done, but like, I'm going to slowly step-by-step step, be present. Or mm. you're lying down, like you had said, lying on the floor, watching a show or something that feels like really clean and restful. When you're in that state, the hormones and your nervous system are getting into this regulated, optimized state of like, Ooh, we're resting, we're digesting, we're safe, right? We're safe in our body. So all that's going on, which is really how the human being that derived from our ancestors of animals are meant to be living mm -hmm. versus this you know, most people are in this 90%. The only time they're really cleanly resting is when they're sleeping. And for a lot of people, that's even distorted because of how they're being all day long. Their sleep isn't even very helpful and supportive versus that, like the hustle of I'm in this energy of like high cortisol all day. My adrenals are fucking going all day. My yeah. nervous system is like high all day. And that's why there's this huge number of human beings who are anxious their heart is tight their chest is tight they're in contraction mode their nervous systems are hyper stimulated all the time their hormones are out of whack and when i just love how you brought those parallels in because if you imagine your body in its optimal state it's in a state of rest and when you are exercising or you are taking action it's like this powerful spurt that you then recover from versus what most people are doing and what certainly high level driven ambitious women and humans are doing that haven't necessarily come to this realization of easeful living they're on all the time on 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 because they're half on they're half off or they're really fucking on but they're almost never all the way off yep and that is why we see the distortion in pretty much all areas of life it's like you're out of harmony then with all areas of your life. And 
I've noticed from implementing clean rest into my life and not like a strict, I don't like any, and if anyone who knows me, I don't like rules or any, even routines. I don't do routines. I just kind of go with each day. What's the vibe? How do I feel? I obviously get my, you know, things done and I make sure that I'm showing up fully for my people and my life and my company and my clients. But most of my day is very intuitive and flowy, but I have chosen to ritually implement clean rest into my life. Doesn't look the same every day, but I've implemented it. What I see is this increase in harmony in literally every area of my life. My body, it's like my body looks and feels better than it did when I was like focused on my body all the time, like workout, eat clean, blah, 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 blah. my relationships, my relationship with Mitch, which is like the, the core relationship in my life, right? He's my soulmate. We live together. Like he's there. That relationship when I'm resting and rested, it's like the harmony and the love and the intimacy and the respect is so much more easeful and just so much more apparent and so beautiful because I'm in an optimized state. My relationship to money, my relationship to receiving and giving and in that energetic exchange that happens within my company, my company is about changing the world and changing lives, but it's also my livelihood. That flow is so harmonious and it's like an instant it's like an instant positive side effect of this clean rest and actually being very like mindful about, okay, my body needs to do nothing. Like I need to do nothing. I need to look at a white wall. I need to look at a flower. I need to like lie down with like an eye mask, like nothingness is like the recipe for everything being so good in my life. Mm-hmm. And oh. I love this because I feel like you just said too, that instant change that you can feel in your life from this stuff. And I know that that sounds a little wild, right? Like if you just think about that, you're like, yeah, just give yourself a a sec to do nothing. And then your life's going to feel better. (laughs) Cognitively, we're like, what (laughs) does that even make sense? And I know there's that, that part of me that's like, well, if you want something, you have to do something about it. And doing something about it means, you know, more of that like hustle, be on, go for it kind of mode. That's how I've definitely been programmed over the course of my life. But deprogramming that and being like, no, actually, life gets just that much more rich mm-hmm. when we do slow down and we do just give ourselves that capacity to be able to feel and invite more in to our lives. Like it's like, it's almost as if we want all these things for our lives, whether that is that great relationship with food, maybe that's money, career, the great relationship with your, your partner, your friends, whatever it is that we want, we feel like we need to go out and get it. Like, let's go get it. Let's do it. Let's make some changes. Let's make a little to-do list about what we can do. Goals, setting, blah, 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 (laughs) that stuff. And that can be lovely. But when we're only doing that and we're not actually being like here in our life and present in our life and 
opening up our capacity to receive those things and be able to feel them in the extent that we are craving, then that, that only then when that happens, when you open yourself up to that, you can actually receive and feel it. Right. Like if you're, if you're just closed off to this idea of, I got to do, do, do all the time to make things happen, but you're not slowing down in order to enjoy it. How are you going to enjoy it? Uh, and it, and you hear those parallels all the time, like you're never going to get there because there's the like all that we hear that all the time as entrepreneurs, like not to have an end goal because it's whatever. And I remember like in the season of my life where I was like really focused on building and like my impact. And, and I, again, I am still so focused on my vision Then that's mm-hmm. not changing. Like yeah. I want to be clear to the audience, like my vision is bigger than it's ever been. But the way that I'm actualizing it is very different. Mm-hmm. And basically, when I used to hear people say that, I'd be like, okay, yep, I know. I will. I remember like, I know I will be happy when I X, Y, Z. I know I'll be happy when X, Y, Z manifests. I know I'll be happy when I do this. I know when my book is out in the world, oh my God, I don't need to do anything else. Like once my book is published and out in the world, that's it. Like it was once we own a house, that's it. Once, once I buy my dream car, that's it. Like all the things that I've achieved over and over again, it's like, I just thought I would feel so rested and like, oh yes, time to rest. But that feeling of accomplishment and fulfillment, it's a literal choice every day. And by living in this slower pace and this soft living, it's like, I feel like I'm getting that fulfillment every day, no matter what is achieved or not. And I got to this point where I was like, this was probably like six months ago or something. And I started to feel like sad for my past self. I started to feel like, oh, and I think we talked about this. Yeah. That was such a good day. We went on like a little yoga and then a little lunch. And it was just so good. So good. So vibey. So vibey, of course. <laughs> but it was like, I felt like sad for my past self. And you talked about the same thing. And it's like, and then I started reflecting like, oh my God, like the amount of times that I wouldn't just slow down and like put lotion on my feet because I'd be like, okay, like get out of the shower. Gotta go do this. Gotta whatever. It's like, what the fuck? You know? But it's like, now it's like, okay. Like, and I'm still practicing it truly. Like it's definitely something that it's not my, it's not the easiest thing to do because I still I have so much energy and I do want to give so much to the world. But I'm like consciously like, hey, let's pull back. Let's get out of the shower slowly. Let's put lotion on our feet. Let's look in the mirror and like admire ourselves. Let's actually like sit down and enjoy coffee and not do coffee and something else. Like let's just do coffee, <laughs> you know, like it's I'm consciously slowing myself down because I'm aware that my life is short and our Mm -hmm. our lives are short. And Mm -hmm. if we're rushing all the time to achieve and get somewhere, and I know this all sounds like, okay, yeah, we've heard this a million times, but when something switches in you, like it did for me and it has for Jen, we just realize like what a blessing it is to feel enjoyment now and like the fulfillment of like like I'm gonna enjoy this moment and extend it and like stretch it and just Mm. like "Mm." and then the space that that opens 
not just for achieving more, but I promise you, you will, like you literally will have more and create more and experience more, but just without any of that strategy or without any of that, even like future focus, just the actual moment of that is so good. And like, I'm just, I'm very grateful. I had this realization when I did and that, and no matter how old you are, no matter where you're at in your life, like, I hope that today is the day that you have this realization that you're alive now and you don't want to get to the end of your life and realize you never slowed down to put lotion on your own feet. Like it's so simple, but it's so like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that like, I don't know how, but that hit me in like a different way (laughs) when you were even sharing this right now. And I was having my own like internal reflections on parallels there. And I, uh, I have so many thoughts. I want to speak to a couple of things here. Cause I think something that I've noticed since like, we've been talking about this concept of clean rest for like what over a year, right? Yeah. yeah, we have. Like, it's, it's been a while <laughs> that we've been talking about this. Integrate. Right. We've been chatting about this concept of clean rest and we've been implementing it like Haley and I both in these kind of little microwaves. But I think for both of us just recently, it like really clicked. Like we were like, whoa, I feel that in my core. <laughs> this whole idea of slow living and really living life in this slower pace and being able to bask in all the wonderful things that life has to offer, like really clicked now (laughs) in the past couple of months. And I really realized too, for myself, like it always was this chasing of some kind of external thing. Oh, when I do, you know, launch this program in my business, then I'll be so excited and so happy. And then I'll be able to chill after that. Or when, when I do, you know, this thing, or I get the certain amount of money so I can feel like I can save and cover my expenses and do all the pieces, then only then I'll be able to chill. Right. It's like all of those external things that we're chasing, like only when I get X, Y, Z, then it's my permission slip to rest and enjoy life. But the reality of that is that time's never coming, right? You will do the thing that you think that's going to bring you this rest and fulfillment and whatever. And then there'll be another thing. It's always going to be more. Our life is always evolving. There's always going to be another thing after that. So if you're just waiting for something to happen for you to just enjoy life and be at that point where you can slow down and enjoy things, you're always going to be waiting because that's never going to come. And I think that realizing that and allowing myself to give myself that fulfillment without the external next thing that I'm looking forward to being present yet, being there and being able to be like, I can feel fulfilled and I can slow down before that thing happens has been like the biggest gift I've given to myself and biggest shift I've felt from this idea of clean rest and slow living. And it just, it's, it's amazing to be able to like let that in and it does I won't lie like it does take a lot of work to you know get your mind to shift to that perspective especially if you've been in the other kind of paradigm for years and years and years it will take some integrating to be able to like actually feel deeply like oh yeah that can happen instead of just like oh I wish (laughs) I wish that could be my reality like actually inviting it in and letting yourself integrate and I think 
I thought of too a quote that I shared with you, Hales, I think a few weeks ago. And it was something that another friend of mine shared with me from a story of, I believe it was like a mother who knew that they would be losing their child due to like a terminal illness or something like that. And I don't know um, the actual origin, but it was some kind of story like that. And that mother saying like, you know, we spend a lot of our life rushing and like saying there's no time for this and there's no time for that. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like there's no time for anything because we don't have enough time and we're always rushing and her feeling that shift in her life of like really putting life into perspective and all of that, her coming up with the more concept of instead of saying there's no time, there's no time to rush. There's no right? time to rush. There's no time that. to rush. And oh, that one just... It gives me chills. It so gives me chills too. I know. And I think it, it's something that I think I've, even my system, and I don't think, I haven't really shared this with you, Hale, so this will be a new <laughs> thing. Um, but something that I have known deep down within myself, but I've been out of alignment with for so long, because as you know, I lost my mom when I was 16. And with that, oh my gosh, I'm going to get myself to but with that and that idea like there's no time to rush really like there's not our life could be taken from us anytime so being able to really live this life fully while we can why would we not right like why would we pass that by yes yeah Jen I love you I don't like I am such a crier that I'll cry on the drop of a dime and I love that like I shared at the top my cancer self and my emotional side I'll let it come out (laughs) here but yeah like man losing someone like that knowing that it can be taken away and not actually embodying it like what and that's what that like literally this morning on and he was like because we were my one of my other best friends, Emily, lost her mother, and I was mm-hmm. with her yesterday. And I was talking to Mitch about that, and we were chatting about when you lose someone. Often, it, I was basically talking about how I'm so fucking grateful that I've created a life by my own design, and that I'm doing what I want every day. And I was like, and being with Emily yesterday, we were talking about this too. And Mitch was like, yeah, often it takes somebody having such a life changing experience to be like, whoa, life is precious yeah for sure so we were talking about that and then here you are you've had that life-changing experience you lost your mom and you now realize how many years you've been living not fully in the embodiment of life is precious so it's yeah. like <laughs> you even more powerfully and more deeply now and mm-hmm. fuck yeah obviously it hurts and it's it's hard but it's such a gift to mm-hmm. know to have this realization now yeah you civilization now even though it's bringing up emotion it's like holy shit life yeah. is not 100 percent. this life is not eternal i believe that our our souls carry on but this life is mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. for sure and it's like yes it's something that is so emotional and i don't think it ever won't be and that's fine <laughs> but i think like on your point of being almost sad for your past self that's like me reflecting on this like i've known that for years and haven't been acting in that way and that is just like oh blows my mind (laughs) to think about that I'm like how how have I felt that 
but literally been living so out of alignment and not enjoying life, right? Like I want to enjoy life and I'm gonna, and we are, (laughs) period. We're here for that. And there's no more like fucking around, to be honest. No, there's no time for it. And there's no time to fucking rush. There's no time to rush through it. We have to enjoy it. And I think as these driven, ambitious humans that we are, and those listening to both of our podcasts, listening to this conversation, you're the same. You have a vision for your life. And we fucking love that. And we will cheer you on and literally facilitate you in living that. But then the added juice here is like, it's just going to be the next thing that you're going to want and you're going to achieve and the next impact you're going to want to give and the next change you're going to want to create. And that's all beautiful. And that's not going anywhere. Literally, it's not going to change. So this is literally the best time to start implementing a more joy and pleasure focused way of living, a more slow and easeful aligned focused way of living, a more rest oriented play and fun oriented adventure oriented way of living because the next outcome goal the next and and our outcome goals I know are so god-given and source given like I know how important they are but it's like I we're realizing we're actually going to have more energy to give to our purpose Mm -hmm. when we're well rested exactly (laughs) exactly there's like oh yeah that point it, 100% because it's like we have this vision of what we want our life, our work, our everything that we're doing to be. But if we are in that like unregulated nervous system, hustle, hustle, go, go, go all the time, and we're not rested and our nervous system's not regulated, we're not going to have as much full, juicy energy to pour into our work, our lives, our relationships, whatever it is. So it's like, it's, it's it's literally like recharging a battery. (laughs) Like it is literally like a battery. You cannot expect a battery to go on forever without being plugged in. Like that's no, no chance that wouldn't work. So thinking about this, if you, your brain needs to think about it in a more logical way like that, go for it because it is something that you, you just like can't afford not to do, but our productivity wound or whatever we want to call it tells us, no, we can't slow down because we need to be doing, but really flipping that around. Right. And being able to be like, you know what? Life will be more juicy, more pleasure filled, more abundant and fulfilling. If we do allow that space for resting and recharging even if it's uncomfortable, like I want to share that too. And Haley and I both felt this when we started this practice, like it's freaking uncomfortable to get yourself to rest if you're so far removed from doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you start practicing this and you get to trying to like clean rest, whether that's just like being with yourself, maybe it's in a more meditative state, maybe it's just laying on bed or in your bed without your phone or whatever it looks like for you. And that feels really uncomfortable good. Yeah. <laughs> like it probably should if you are yeah. so out of touch with that, but the key is to not give up, right? Like don't just be like, oh, this is uncomfortable and it's bringing up some emotions or maybe it does bring up anxiety to just be doing nothing and mm-hmm. not be on and being productive and just letting yourself 
fully be. Maybe that does feel uncomfortable, but moving through that discomfort and allowing yourself to continue to practice it will help you to get to this place of really unlocking this, like Haley and I both talked about, because it is truly like, yeah, transformative. And I don't know if I can speak to that enough mm-hmm. and, and how much it really does make a difference and really opening up that space. It makes me think of another little quote that I love, and that's to make space for magic. Right? Like yes. if we don't have the space for it, how's it gonna, how's it gonna touch us? How are we going to enjoy it? Oh my God. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's, I was thinking actually reflecting on this, like, what would you say is the reason if you, if you could self-reflect on it in this moment, why you resisted rest for so long? Like, do you feel you'd have a reason? Cause I feel like I've been reflecting on this and I kind of have understood it for myself, but I've also seen with clients, it'd be a different reason for everyone. Mm. So I want to know what, what your reason would be. Mm, I'm sure, I'm sure it is a different reason for everyone. And I think, I think, you know, reflecting on the, cause I have reflected on this, but <laughs> thinking about it, you know, more, it definitely for me comes back to more like, I guess we could say stories or wounds or patterning or whatever we want to call it from my picked up when I was a child, like more of that, like my inner child feels like we need to be doing yeah. otherwise we're unsafe. Right. Like I think that that being the kind of core narrative for me is if we're not doing or trying or, you know, being in this like trying to fix something or being productive energy, then it's unsafe. Like it's not safe for me to let my guard down and be fully off or fully resting. Like I always have to have myself be on and alert and like paying attention to what's going on around me and doing something about it to feel safe. So I think that's like my core wound under not feeling comfortable with just pure rest. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had a feeling it was like a safety thing. What's but, yours? No, I'm curious. <laughs> so, I've been reflecting on this and I I it kind of had two it has two life cycles. The first mm. life cycle was I think prompted and it was more of the safety thing. It was like a couple things happened in my life that I was like, oh, life is not what I thought it was. So I had better control everything and yeah. make sure I'm taken care of, make sure I'm supported, make sure I'm okay. And it was like a drive to like be okay. And I saw it in all parts of my life, like literally this control piece and it created the behaviors of like always on, always on, always on that you're describing. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, like three or so years ago, when I really did my own deep diving of my own, like understanding who I am, understanding what I want, understanding my life. And I understood, I got into understanding my human design and understanding I'm a Taurus and I'm, yeah, I work hard, but I'm meant to rest fucking hard. Like that's like a huge part of my life. And I'm a projector and you know, I'm very potent and powerful in my action and it doesn't need to be dragged out. It gets to just be like, boom, done. And I started to understand that. And it wasn't like, it took me a long time to understand it. It was like an instant, oh, this feels right. So I I completely took on the mindset. I completely took on the beliefs. I completely took on the subconscious programming. 
However, so then, and then it, it was this interesting thing where I was almost like, if I wasn't resting, I was like, oh God, this is going to be bad for me. Like something bad's coming. Like if I'm, if I worked too hard, I'd be like, oh God, this isn't good. So that wasn't very helpful either because there are times and we've talked about this too, Jen, like where it feels so good to like work because you're mm-hmm. like, oh. and, and I will say I'm fucking wowed by the instant clarity and the instant like jolt I get after I do a recharge, like after I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm this is enough for now. This is enough. Now it's time to go and like slow, have like a 30 minute lunch break and like really just enjoy and rest after that. Usually after like five minutes of that, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Cause I'm so excited, but like forcing myself almost to like extend it when I could just jump back in basically like I'm an advocate for it because you're going to feel so clear, so alive, so excited about your life's purpose and your aliveness that you're going to just jolt up. But for me, this is back to sort of the second life cycle of this, of this, uh, resistance to rest is like, I, I think my body is used to doing. So Mm -hmm. my body is used to being on a higher frequency. And again, I love my, I love that about myself. I love I'm high energy. I love it. But like, I now am very aware of when it goes past that. There's like this little meter in my body. And we talked about a couple days ago where like I used to be able to push past the meter no problem my body would give me cues like stop slow down take a break but I would just be like nah I'm not listening to you I'm gonna keep going and it was fine and like literally it would be okay it would take a long time before I would get burnt out even though I knew the cues now it's like if I go past that meter my body's like realign like I always say this this is one of my quotes the more aligned you are the more you crave alignment so it works in sort of a retroactive way if you're not in alignment you're going to get your ass back in alignment like your body will push you back into alignment so now it's like if I kind of go past that meter of like I know I need to break but just one more thing I need to do it now like it literally like puts me on my ass so it'll be like now you have a cold now you have, you're having a potential panic attack. Now you're like, it will just, it just hits me. Like the whispers become this like instant scream. And I'm like, whoa. And at first I was like, this is shocking, but it's like the way I look at it is if you're in a relationship with someone and say I'm in a relationship with my body, my body's like, what the fuck are you doing? I deserve better. What are you doing? And they put up a, like a quick standard and boundary versus like, oh yeah. Letting them kind of wishy-washy, wishy-washy. It would be like in my relationship, if Mitch ever like did something that I was unexpected, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so instant. Yeah. And now I feel like my body's operating on that same standard of like, whoa, what are you doing? Stop. You know? And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's like this instant like jolt back. And, and as uncomfortable as it is, because I'm really forced to stay in this like healthy state and that's not easy to do when my nature is to be like, okay, let's go do more. It's like, I'm grateful that I, I'm very grateful that it's like this shocking, like jolt back into alignment, even if it's an uncomfortable shock, like my heart would be really anxious. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't even overextended that much, have I? But it's like, okay, I hear you. I will go do my clean rest. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When the whispers become scream, (laughs) the whisper came becomes an instant scream now. Yeah. First life cycle was very much around safety and just kind of like, okay, I need to like control my destiny. And then the second 
um, life cycle was like kind of like a retraining of the body. Like it's Mm -hmm. very much like the resistance didn't come from, Oh my God, I'm not safe. If I don't rest, I don't believe that at all, but my body still somehow needs the constant reassurance of like, rest is safe. You don't have to jump back into something. You don't have to overdo. Like it's now a retraining of the body. And I'm very grateful that it's, it's getting optimized so well right now through this. I, I love that. And I think, you know, all of it totally makes sense to me. And I can see that in myself too. It's almost like our bodies themselves and almost like our nervous system has become programmed to the being on because that's been such a normal it's like it's like those neural pathways are just really strong in our nervous system to be on so that it just it doesn't feel normal to our system to slow down right and it's like you got to rebuild some new neural pathways to be able to get into that state that like rest is the new normal and that's okay right like rest is good and that's a state that we can be in and we can exist in um but just like almost like retraining your body your nervous system to feel and tap into that and i love how you're saying like listening to our body because that's obviously huge in the work that I do in terms of our relationship with food and our relationship with our body, like being able to tap into the somatics of that, the embodiment of that, and listening to what your body is trying to communicate to you is everything, right? Because everything comes from our own inner wisdom, right? Like even if Haley and I are telling you we're like rest is something that is wonderful and you should be doing more clean rest and thinking about this slow living thing. And if everything at your core is telling you you're, you're in more of a season of like building or evolving right now, cool. That's totally fine. I want you to listen to that inner wisdom because that's what this is all about. And I think it, you know, like we mentioned, there are seasons for all of these things and, I do believe no matter what season you're in now that I've kind of seen all of this play out over the years, there should be some element of this clean rest and slow living no matter what season you're in. hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Even if I think of where I'm at in my own life right now, it, and, and I know for you too, based on what we've talked about, like it's a very expansive season for both of us. Like it's big energy expenditure and giving. And it's almost like this clean living and clean rest and the slower, like more romantic way of living. That's what I like thinking of. Mm, I love that. Even when I was in like Spain in September, took me a couple of days to kind of get like, okay, let's fucking chill. But then after a few days, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely a European. Like I actually love like slower (laughs) living, like every month two hours and you're just like slowly eating and talking and like looking at the ocean, like all the things it's like, it might take a little bit of time to kind of get in there, but once you're there, it's like, Ooh, that feels so good. And I don't think this slow living like concept where my body's now, like, it's not even a mindset. It's like, there's no choice now. My body's like, you will fucking rest. So I'm just so grateful that it's here in my life right now, because to build and share and give what I'm giving now I frankly could not do it burning on both ends. Like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And, and I think exactly. I used to be able to do it. <laughs> I used to do that. And I, it we used to be kind of normal where now I'm like, mm, 
it's gotta be so like the foundation has to be so healthy and the foundation has to be so like pure and rested for it to be life-giving because if it's not life-giving to me it's not life-giving to my clients and it's not life-giving to the world and it's not life-giving to my soul's work and and I see that like I literally see it every day instantly Mm -hmm. so we're obviously big advocates for this romantic slow living Mm. and just kind of being like it's like just ask yourself like how could this be a more romantic moment with myself how could my like Mm. face my washing of my face this morning be more romantic or slow don't is that kind of what you ask yourself something like that yeah I I think of and this might be like maybe a good offering for everyone to think about or reflect on but something that helps me put this into perspective and like almost like check myself in those moments of like how can I slow down and make this more pleasurable and enjoy this more or like feel into this fully almost comes from me doing a little bit more of that reflective kind of work and just tapping into that more often around and maybe this is a question that people can ponder like whenever I picture or meditate on or visualize like if we want to call it my highest self right like who I know I meant to be in that vision of her and who she is when I'm picturing that it is not the like let's be productive let's go let's be doing things it is very much so we're frolicking out in nature and enjoying these like beautiful moments with friends by the water and chilling and like existing and enjoying like slow cute dinner parties or just cozying up by a fire reading a book like stuff like that that is my highest self visualization that's what I picture that's what I feel into it is never me sitting at my laptop and hustling and doing something like that that doesn't exist (laughs) I picture that that's not part of it so I'm like if I'm tapping into the version of myself that I know I'm meant to be and who I am at my core, it is slowing down and it is enjoying and basking in all of these beautiful, like mini moments that we can pass by so easily. So why, why would I not tap into those if I know that that's what makes me feel the best period? Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. I love I love asking that question and hearing what it's like for you and reflecting on what it's like for me of like what I'm thinking about and and it's similarly for me it's like the combination of reflection mm-hmm. and then and like do I really want to look back on my life and realize I rushed through these moments like when I think it'll hit like I know there's probably like I know I have a lot of women who are mothers in my audience and I think you know you've got even more in your plate you're a mom you're fucking all over the place for your kids but when you think of the whole, there's no time to rush concept, it's kind of like, I've even thought about it with Cash, my puppy, who I mm-hmm. treat like a child. Like I, I go, the times when I'm like, okay, like, let's go. And I'm rushing her, her dinner or her like walks or whatever, just because I'm trying to get to whatever the fuck I'm getting to. Like, wh- why am I in a rush? I've created a life where I should never have to rush. What am I rushing to? When I'm rushing like that, it's like, it just like hurts now. And, and that retroactive like reflection of kind of like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person that's slow and present with people in my life. And 
So that combined with like, mm, how can I make this the most enjoyable moment is like really, it's put me into a deep level of intentional slow down living. And pleasure was always like, pleasure's always been a core foundation of my life's work in my life. But that the new sense of like, I don't have to earn it. Like, I don't have to be like, okay, we're going to do all this work all day. And then we'll go for like this delicious, beautiful dinner and like have champagne and whatever. Now it's just like, I'm going to be in pleasure all day. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. it's no longer something I have to earn. And mm. again, I feel like there was a season for that. And I do kind of like that feeling of accomplishment and earning, but now it's just kind of like, I'm going to infuse the fulfillment moments all the time, because that's, if I were on my deathbed, that's what I want the most of. That's mm. stuff. So I'm going to be like petting cash and looking at her and like smiling and being like, this is the best moment of my life and not rushing anything. Like it, no moment is better than the next. And yeah, I just hope that you've taken time listening to this the beautiful souls who are listening to kind of go, Hmm, these two are still living their dream lives. They're still achieving greatness and doing really big things. And they're slowing down way down, even when it's uncomfortable. I think it's time that I start trying that on, try, try it on for size and see. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot. But like, what do you have to lose? Honestly. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and, and notice how resistant you are to it. Like I, yeah. I find it interesting for entre. I think entrepreneurs are resistant to it. I think mm-hmm. people working normal jobs, they're not as resistant to it. And that's one thing I lo- I have friends from all walks of life. So I love chatting with them and they're always like, Oh, you have the best life. Like you could just sleep in and do this or whatever. And I'm like, wow, I do have the best life. Why haven't I been living with that freedom? I've been like rushing to do. Yeah. Amazing shit. But like, why am I rushing to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just, yeah, I'm just really grateful that we've been on this rest journey. Like we we're calling it for everyone listening. We're calling them rest check-ins. We're like, how's your rest this week? Like that's what we're checking in every week with each other. Yeah. And now, I love I'm it. A lot of us because it feels like it's not even something we're trying anymore. We're just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, here's what I did. And like, I know you just had the best weekend away and you were describing it to me and I've been describing to you just like horseback riding and like how I'm like taking three hours of a day to like literally do nothing related to my life's work, but just yeah. enjoy. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. It just feels so good. I'm just really proud mm-hmm. of us. And I, I can't wait to hear how everyone receives this episode and like implements rest. Yeah. I am so so grateful for our conversations ongoing, of course, but this conversation as well. I know it's been a decently long one. Anyone who's stuck around this long, I am so grateful for you. And I hope that you got so much out of this. And we are so happy to be sharing this with you. And I just, yeah, I love this conversation. If anyone has any further thoughts, please feel free to like DM. Let's chat about it. I'm on Instagram at the intuitive nutritionist. Haley's at uplift lifestyle. Uplift underscore lifestyle. Underscore. (laughs) Mine has periods between the words. (laughs) It's you'll find us. You'll find us. We'll link stuff in the show notes too. Um, 
but I, I have one more. I don't know why I'm all about the quotes today, but I love it. I one love more quote that I feel like is a lovely one to maybe leave this off at. And that is actually, you know, what? I don't really know the quote, but the concept <laughs> is really this idea that, oh, I guess it is kind of the quote, but nature doesn't rush and everything still gets done. Yes. And I think it's cool to think about that because we are in Canada now, right? Like it's winter and the trees out there aren't rushing to bud. Like it's still freezing outside. It's not quite spring yet. They're not rushing. They've been in this state of rest over the winter and it still gets done. They will still bloom and blossom and be beautiful when comes spring, summer, et cetera, and go through that whole cycle again. Nature doesn't rush. Everyone, everything still gets done. 100%. And it takes the time to come back to our nature. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, yeah, come back, make your focus coming back to your nature. Because honestly, like it is our nature to rest. It is our nature yeah. to also take action and do great things. Mm-hmm. But we have to come back to our nature to understand like, when is it the time to do whatever yeah. it is? So I love it. I'm so grateful for this conversation, Jen. And I would also love to hear from everyone listening. You can send me a DM and yeah, just, we hope this served you. This has been something that's been really helping us and yeah, we've got beautiful lives and we just want them to become even more beautiful. And the key is literally slowing down and enjoying. So there it is. Love y'all. Have the most amazing rest of your day and rest, 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 rest. Doctor's orders. Lots of juicy rest. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.